We are live coming from the Thomas bedroom. Woohoo! On our beach chairs. <laughs> Should Ben edits this. <laughs> well, if we can't be at the beach, that's part of the cost of pretending we're at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> we should have got little ways. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Laugh House Beloved Podcast once again. I have Lena joining me. Hi, Hello. Lena. Uh, we're just doing a series on the last couple of podcasts, a series on... No, we've called No Cross, No Crown. That's right. And we are just talking about the cost of discipleship, the, basically the cost of following Jesus, which means to pick up your cross and carry it. And we've looked over the last couple of weeks of what it actually, you know, we're trying to unpack what this means or what it looks like for you. And um, we've looked at what our particular cross could be. We've looked last time about what we've got to do with our cross and basically it's take it, take it up and follow Jesus and just looked at how we would do that and, and the attitude that we need to have when we're doing that. And to, today we just want to look at what things, you know, what should encourage us as we have to go about picking up our cross. And so the first one is necessity. Necessity drives you or encourages you because you cannot be a disciple without cross-bearing. The scripture clearly says, Jesus says, if you want to be my disciple, you have to pick up your cross and follow me. And, you know, he goes on as well to say that if you don't deny yourself and you don't do this, then you cannot be his disciple. Mm-hmm. So basically what he's saying is that there is no other way. And he also tells us that if he had things done to him, you know, persecution and stuff like that, then it's going to happen to us as well. So just get on with it, basically. We have to do it. So just get on and do it. If you want the crown, pick up your cross. You want the prize, run the race. There is no shortcuts. So it's necessity. We have to do it if we want to be followers. Yeah, because there are two kingdoms. There's two ways and they're in conflict with one another. Our flesh and spirit are in conflict with one another. It's not neutral territory. It's one way or the other way. There's no fence. There's no Switzerland. <laughs> there is no Switzerland in right. God's kingdom. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. So, yeah, so basically if you call yourself a disciple, then you you don't really have a choice. Yeah. He does tell us to consider the cost, but, you know, I was um, in my last sermon I preached and mentioned that there's cost either way. So if you weigh up and you decide you're not going to do it, that's going to cost you far more yeah. than actually go, do yeah. you know, and it might way. look like in this life that you've got the easy time of it. Yep. It might look like down here yep. that everything's going okay. But finally, day of judgment. Yep. And stand face to face. Yeah, it's yeah. all out there. You've got your whole life to account for and, you know, you're going to be paying a the cost then. Yes, right. So that's really good. So necessity, we can't be a disciple without. The second thing is... What should encourage us? Society. In other words, looking at people that have gone before us. The Bible talks about we have a cloud of, you know, a huge cloud of witnesses. And there's the whole, what we call the Hebrews Hall of Fame. I think it's, yeah, it's Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Um, where we've just got that encouragement. So better men than us have carried it. They've done it. We've got that, um, you know, to help us. And, you know, it's like I think as well if you have the attitude that, well, we weren't God's first choice. Like, you know, David and I with life, us, that's how we feel. We weren't God's first choice for this area. But where there have been people that haven't picked it up, then the mantle gets passed. 
And so, you know, I think just to to pick it up and realize it's a privilege and, and there's others who've carried their cross and, and we live in the benefits from that. You look at all, you know, look through the page pages of the Bible and you know, all the people that have gone before us, because they carried their cross, we live in the benefits from, from what they've done yeah. for us and what they've etched out for us. And we can do the same for generations following us as well. Um, you know, you've got people in all walks of life as well to just look at that can encourage you that carry their cross. You've got ministers, you've got soldiers on foreign battlefields. They've given up their lives and faithfully carried their cross so so that we can be here and we can have freedom and, you know, we can listen to the gospel um, unthreatened and whatever. So because of those people carrying their cross, we're reaping the benefits. So we need to do the same for others. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's what I want for my... My physical and spiritual children, I'll pay the cost yep. so that I can springboard them further. And it's, yeah, it's all about legacy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And a, a third thing that should encourage and, and really spur us on, and, and when we talk about encourage, it's just that spurring on to just give you that strength that you need and that le- extra little, you know, oomph when it's feeling too heavy to just take that next step and keep going is, is love. Look at Jesus. He bore a far heavier cross than ours. And, you know, the Bible, he says that if you love me, you know, you'll obey me basically and, you know, feed my sheep. So for us to show our love for him is obedience and, and so we carry that cross um, and just do it thankfully as well. Mm. Jesus often asks me that, like, do you love me when I'm struggling? Do you love me? Yes. All right. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Because... It doesn't say that you ha- – oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's good to have a cheerful heart and to do it with the right attitude, but sometimes when things are hard, it, it doesn't mean you're going to feel like this big grinning, you know, whatever. <laughs> Cheshire Yeah, Cheshire Cam. <laughs> so it's not about that. It's just about doing it in the attitude and, yes, just processing those emotions and I not, might not feel like it, but I'm doing it because I love him. And if you're – you know, that's the thing as well – I think the whole difference between empowerment and enablement is, well, not even empowerment. Uh, When I talk about that now, I talk about you having your own personal relationship with Jesus, so it's an internal motivation. And when you've got that, even when it's hard, that's what powers you on because it's you doing it for him. Whereas if you just, um, you know, a convert and you don't have a personal relationship, then if you're just doing it out of a sense of duty or whatever, that is where you will give in when it gets too difficult. That, yeah. Um, that makes all the difference. Yeah, when we look at the parable of the sower um, and the seed, um, the seed that was planted in good soil, that it sprouted up and it was a, a big harvest sort of thing. But, you know, there's other seed that fell on, you know, thorny and rocky ground sort of thing. It was received, but it was choked out by cares of the world and other distractions and things like that. So we want to be deep soil kind of people. Yeah, definitely. That's good. I like that little phrase, deep soil people. Mm. And that's it. It's all about, yeah, who are you doing it for? What are you doing it? If it's to make yourself look good or whatever, you won't sustain that. It's, yeah, it's all about love. I was um, marveling today at our father just... Well, going for a walk today, I was just so amazed at how, you know, he he gave his son's life for us, you know, and just trying to honour that with our life. Like I was thinking about my son. I wouldn't give him up for anyone. Yeah, yeah. No matter who, no Never mind way. sinners who hate you and are spitting in your yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just amazing what that just that depth of love, 
Yeah. We yeah. can't comprehend it. No. Hey? It's like the Bible says. Just, <laughs> yeah. We I cannot comprehend yeah. it. I yeah. would not give Charlie up for anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the next thing as well that should encourage us, well, does encourage us, is faith. Um, grace will be given to you that's equal to the weight of the cross. I think yeah. that's a beautiful statement. Hey, God has specifically designed and given you everything that you could want or need to fulfil His call on your life to carry whatever cross it is that you you asked to carry. Yeah. Yeah, well, 1 Corinthians 10 talks about no temptation overtaking us except what is common yeah. to man. And um, God is faithful. He won't let us be tempted beyond what we can endure okay. sort of thing. Yeah. You know, that's the principle for all things. He's given us what we have. We can do it and we can go further than what our very expectations, but God always knows our limits. He knows what we can handle. It's it's like, um, you know, when you're, you're doing gym and you've got a, a personal trainer, you don't always think that you can make that many sit-ups or that many push-ups or whatever it is sort of thing. You don't always think that you can make it, but God, our trainer, knows what we can handle. He's given us, you know, he's watching our back. He's, he's checking us out. He knows what we can handle, um, but he will at times call us to be stretched further than what we think we yes, can handle. definitely. And, you know, the Bible also tells us that when we're weak, then we're strong because that's when we're relying on him. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, I don't think we, you know, consciously we, we don't necessarily enjoy being or even admitting to being weak or whatever, but... You know, it's almost a prerequisite to see his mighty power and to see his hand move, isn't it? Because yeah. if you don't need to see it or you're sufficient in yourself, then you're not ever going to see that. So yeah. it's a good place to be. Um, but I think it goes against our very human nature. Yeah. We want to be <laughs> self-sufficient. We want to be strong and, you know. Yeah, yeah well, it's easy to fall into the trap of doing things in our own strength, especially in something that we're gifted or good at. Yeah, exactly. And then you're not going to rise to the... The hearts that he has for you anyway, are you? If you're just doing it in your own strength and depending on yourself, hey? Bump your head on the ceiling. <laughs> All right, another thing that should encourage us is hope. Okay, that really the hope and, and knowing, I think that's all about knowing that God is good. And so good will come to you or it's for your own, you know, your personal growth and for your good that will result from you bearing your load. Um, again, that scripture, all things work together. And, you know, the closer you get to the cross as well, the more the cross kills anything in you that is not of God. And that means you become freer uh, and and freer and freer because each aspect of your flesh dies. Mm. And so the hope is that this is going to be good for me. What would you like Deep. to add? Deep, Deep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some scripture in Romans eight in Titus two that talks about um, just that our hope that is is unseen because what is, uh, hope that we can see is actually no hope at all because yes. we don't hope for things that we already have yeah. in the physical, but um, we are hoping for something that we do not yet have. So we wait for it patiently. We're eager, you know. Yeah. Some, um, you know think of heaven that's our true home yeah and there's something in us that longs for our true home um you know times of quietness and stillness you can really sense that longing yes. i want to go home but yeah. i know you've got something down here for yeah. me yeah yep and there's also the scripture um you know that talking about perseverance like suffering produces perseverance perseverance produces character 
and and it goes on and the end part of it is hope. hope. And hope doesn't disappoint. No. Yeah, love that scripture. Right, the next thing as well that could encourage us is zeal. Um you know, if we just have that zeal for the Lord, the zeal the zeal for the Lord consumes me. And, um, you know, there needs to come to a point in your life where, where there, there's a scripture that says, that, you know, Jesus speaking, he says the zeal of the Lord consumes him, that where that becomes the reality of your existence. And the more you walk in this reality, the more in freedom you're going to truly walk in. Um, you know, the price for that zeal then becomes just this momentary trouble and it's so insignificant. It's a speed bump, basically. Um, yeah, so Jesus is honoured by your zeal because if you've got zeal, you're going to endure and you're going to push through. Mm. I'd like to, um, Philippines 2, Paul's talking about um, he's coming to the end of his life and he's um, – just talk, writing letters to the churches and he's saying, but even if I'm poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. Um, you know, there was a cost that he had to pay um, and I had a really great point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. I love that, the, the zeal and poured out like a drink offering. That just talks about the Phew, zeal Carolyn, save me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got your point, but yeah. Uh, good point, Lena. <laughs> you get around. You know what she means. You're just like, you know what I mean. Like, where I'm going. I don't want to state the obvious. <laughs> you get it? Yeah, it's there. It's in scripture. Just read that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting thinking, oh, I hope it was Jesus that said that. But I know because um, I remind him, you know, that was when he, when he went into the temple, hey, and he made the whips and he turned over the tables and, you know, um, of the money changes. And it was, you know, the scripture said, zeal for your house consume me because. I've said to God before, you know, oh, I have that zeal. Can't I just whip like just once, you know, sometimes just whip them once. And he's like, no, no, you know, because you want to do it out of your frustration. Whereas for him it was a zeal. Um, so just that burning, isn't it, that burning desire um, to do what God wants. It just burns in you like like burns like fire in your bones and and that is definitely going to give you endurance and I suppose like adrenaline shot or something. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, and, and then the last thing that, oh no, not last, second to last thing that should encourage you is um, experience, you know. And again, it's the kind of thing like you don't necessarily enjoy it when you're going through, but when you come out of it, like you actually wouldn't have not had it because it has, you know, you've learned so much from it. You know that it's benefited you. Um, it's produced blessing in you. Um, you. You've grown fruit in areas and whatever. So it's it's fruitful for you, even though it's hard and tough. Yeah, yeah. I um, I just thought of when Charlie had meningitis in the hospital. Like, it was just so able just to turn my eyes on Jesus and just really just praise Him and thank Him for the situation, no matter what's going on and the news we were getting from the doctors, which seemed to just be getting worse and worse. And um. You know, going through that, now I know, you know what, Jesus, anything for you, anything yep. for you, I can handle anything for you. Um, it's good to know that you have that strength yes. to do whatever it takes. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, every time you go through something like that, you know, it just builds that strength, a little bit more muscle strength, but yeah. more muscle strength and, and experience, of course, that you wouldn't learn any other way. You know, people can tell you and share their things which might help you, but you still... You know, experiences, experiences, and it's learnt the costly way through going through things yourself. And 
And just, I guess, the main thing, we've talked a lot about having the right attitude as well because then you maybe don't have to go through that, around that mountain a couple of times, you know, just to learn something. Yeah, I prefer to learn it the first time. Yeah, <laughs> learn it from the first time or learn it from someone else the seven. <laughs> the only problem is that, um, you know, when you think, hey, hang on, haven't I learnt this already? It's like, oh, well, hang on, there's another like 20 layers down to go. But, you know, it's all right, you can do it, yeah. And then the last thing that should encourage us is expectation. And, you know, I like to hope, well, I suppose it's all right to to have the driving forces reward or whatever, but, you know, I think if you're in that relationship with Jesus, um, just getting the crown and getting the reward is just a cherry on top. I mean, it's not what motivates me primarily. Obviously, the primary motivation is my love for him and just want to be obedient to him. But there is going to be that reward, isn't there? There's going to be the glory. It says if we share in his sufferings, we'll share in his glory. And that's the whole cross, no crown thing. So, you know, you carry your cross now. You're going to make that beautiful exchange, aren't you? You're going to... And you know what? A crown's heavy. Jewels and gold is heavy. So if you do not have strong shoulders, you're not going to have the weight in your neck to, you know, carry that heavy crown. And so really... Just remember that when you're carrying that cross, it's, it's that, that weight bearing is building your strength for carrying what's mm-hmm. coming. For ruling and reigning. Exactly, oh. yeah. Because we're not going to sit around and float on clouds playing harps. <laughs> we are going to rule and it's reign. Not- and it's what we talked about earlier, sorry, Lena, about, you know, if we're grumbling about the little things, this is like preparation for what's coming. You're certainly not going to be ruling and reigning anything if you've been sitting grumbling here about doing any little things, isn't it? It's about being faithful with the little so that you can be trusted, um, mm. you know, with more. Yeah, this life is just training camp for the next one. Yep, exactly. That's a good one. I like that training camp for the mm. next one, yeah. I love the words of Paul. They really just like stir me. He says, I fought the good fight. Yeah. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Yeah, that is yeah. awesome. That's really good. And, um, yeah, that that sort of concludes our points that we had. So it was what is your particular cross, Um, you know, and that varies from person to person and from season in your life. What are you to do with it, the attitude that you have in picking it up and taking it and following and and just looking, we've just looked today at at what should encourage us as we we do that and pick it up. And I just want to say, though, there's nothing more fruitful in life that when you find the purpose of your personal design and walk in it, and that involves, you know, bearing the cross that goes with it and, and just, you know, strengthening yourself. And I'd just like to really give you an encouraging scripture as well um, from Revelations 2, from verse 17. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to him who receives it. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So really it's just about, yep, sucking it up, knowing it's for your own good, carrying it and following him, knowing that you will not ever be asked to endure something that, you know, you cannot endure with his help. And, you know, Jesus gave everything for us. So, yeah, any summing up, Lena? No, um, I just think, um, Adi, for sort of, it's not really a challenge, but, um, you know, we've both talked about sort of like this, 
when we're struggling with something, there's always like a phrase or a question or a scripture that really spurs us individually on. And it's usually, for me, I know it's generally the same thing every time that spurs me on. Um, so I just want to encourage you, if you don't have like, a, you you know, you go phrase, the phrase that gets you going for the next thing, um, go discover one with God. And um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to find my go phrase here, but um, <laughs> I'm not finding. But it's, it's really where um, Paul's writing in Corinthians, and uh, I just love. Um, oh yeah, um, I just love this. But two Corinthians four, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from God, not from us. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that his life may be revealed in our mortal body. And that, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Carrying your cross is actually dying to self. And as you do that, cross, um, you know, his life is going to be revealed in, revealed in you. And also just to encourage you, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Love it. Love God's word. And really, you know, if I can give you any advice on when you're going through difficult circumstances, you're carrying a cross, if there's anything that's going to really help you, it's getting into the word of God and, and just using that, you know, to really sustain you and to strengthen you. Any last words, Lena? No pearls of wisdom. <laughs> You've given I'm us all plenty out. already. <laughs> yeah, all drained. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed that little series, a short series, four weeks. We enjoyed doing it, and uh, so just check us out on www.life-house.net or check us out on Facebook. Bye. Bye.